Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, a gunpla-obsessed main character, tons of high-octane action, a goddess-like older sister figure, intricate machine design, a stalkerish girl, and a compelling story. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 484, Topu GP. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mong Review, some podcasts and bang reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there and hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode because I know I am. And uh, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin, or some podcasts and vague reviews about connectly enhanced narratives, is a nerdy podcast where every episode we talk about various geeky topics depending on the show you're listening to. Since this is the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. I tell you the art style is, the overarching plot, the character design, the production quality, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to get anything that I or my co-host say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N in the search bar, and I'll guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can email me personally at Zan, that's X-A-N, at Spirekin.com, or tweet me at Spirekin, or you can tag me on an Instagram post. More importantly than that, if you enjoy what you hear, you could either rate us on iTunes, you can leave us a comment, or... You can support our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spyrokin to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. And now that all that chilling's out of the way, let's actually get to it because I am excited to talk about this episode. Because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, not only the Wheel of Manga, and it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by Kosuke Fujishima. Now, Kosuke Fujishima is one of my favorite mangakas of all time because he created Oh My God, it's one of my gateway series and an amazing story if you've ever read it. It is a phenomenal series. I highly recommend it. It lasts for 25 years. And this is a new series that he's done which has that same type of love behind it but in a unique way. I'll get to it in a moment. Now, this is published by Kodansha and released over here by Kodansha USA. Originally appeared in Monthly Afternoon Magazine, and it is a Senen series that started in 2016 and is still coming out with 10 volumes, and it is a sports manga that is known simply as Topu GP. So, one of the things that uh, Fujishima-san loves is vehicles. In all the series he's worked on, if you look at You're Under Arrest, if you look at Oh My Goddess, if you look at Resident uh, Paradise, each one of these has very detailed and intricate machinery in them. For example, starting off with your under arrest, you had Miyuki, who was a motorhead, who decided to change their patrol car, a Hyundai Today, from a 500cc engine to a 700cc stoked engine, and constantly upgrading it, adding turbochargers, intercoolers, nitrous oxide boosts, to make this tiny little car into a super vehicle. Also, you saw her constantly working on her... Uh, Toyota Sports 800 vehicle, and they're all meticulously drawn and very accurate. Now go to Ah My Goddess. Ah My Goddess, you had Keiichi, the protagonist of the series, who was a member, then later president of the Nakomi Tech Motor Club, where he'd constantly be experimenting, driving various vehicles, from little putt-putt cars to airplanes, everything with a motor in it. You would see him constantly integrating and fixing it, and this shows... Fujishima's love of technology and motorized items. You would see how intricate an engine would look compared to the suspension system, compared to the turbocharged entities of it, to adding nitrous oxide 
uh, elements. You see how these vehicles would work and could work. And all of the vehicles that are drawn, you could actually build most of them. I mean, yeah, and oh my goddess, you did have these very fantastical devices like Benpei, but you could see how they're made, how each uh, joint fixed and worked. Like, they could all be models that could be made. And this new series, Topu GP, follows in that tradition by focusing on a specific type of motorized vehicles and getting into the nitty-gritty of it and the upgrading of various versions of the vehicles. And we're talking about motorcycles, specifically ones that are used in the MotoGP. Now, for those who are not sports fans like myself, I actually had to research this. The MotoGP is the Grand Prix Motorcycle Racing Premier Class Racing Event. This is held on road circuits that are sanctioned by the Federation International of Motorcyclism, or the FIM. And this has been around since the start of the 20th century, and it's a huge sport that's really important. You have companies like Ducati, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki... KTM and Aprilia in this company and you constantly see them also we cannot forget Dunlop the tire company and all these individuals work on this huge event and this manga is a love letter to them all these companies are shown I don't know if Fujishima is being paid by them because you see the branding everywhere this isn't the fake branding where it's like oh this is Coca-Cola, or it's Perpsy, or it's uh, Honda. No, it's a Honda. It is all the companies, apparently they agreed to this, or if they haven't, I hope they never find out because they probably will sue this guy for everything he has. But I digress because I've been rambling about the MotoGP and not about what this manga is about, so let's get to it. So this manga is about Topu Uno, a character who is the youngest champion of the world's most prestigious motorcycle race, the MotoGP. He's 18 years old, and it opens up where he's winning his first championship, and then it goes all the way to the past, and the rest is a flashback. And it shows that Topu is the son of the mechanic and coach of rising star Mine Arai, who is his next-door neighbor, and he actually likes Mine a lot. He's kind of like she's the big sister, but he has a little bit of a crush on her. But the thing is, he goes there because his dad drags him there, and he really is not interested in racing. But he does watch it, and he's very meticulous in how he watches things. He's able to study and observe and memorize things. She makes a lap around the track, and he knows without a stopwatch exactly how many minutes and seconds it took her to go around the track. Down to the nanosecond line, he's like, 39.3. You look at the watch, it's 39.3. He's pretty much a machine, and he would be an amazing racer if he gave a crap about racing. His main interests really are Gunpla. And I'm not talking about like fake Gunpla like the Kuro Gunzo fake Gunpla like Gurindagindama. No. These are actual Gundams like the Unicorn Gundam Psycho Frame. You actually see the box of this in the manga. So if you are a Gunpla fan, you may love this manga. It shows him working on them, building them, and he gets bribed by them constantly. And he's amazing at watches and he's impressed by mine, but he really has no interest in racing until... One day, Mine says, you know what? I want you to race today, but uh, I don't want to race. Well, if you win, I'll get you whatever gunpla you want. Okay. And he ends up going on there, and as he's racing, in unintentionally, he is mimicking the way she races, and he wins. Like, he's not even thinking about it. He's just adjusting, and it turns out that he is a natural at racing. But the difference with most sports mangas where it's like, I'm an unintentional sports guy that just learned how to do this and now I'm amazing and I want to do this forever, he really doesn't care. He just cares more about the gun plot and about impressing her and being cool to her. 
but he eventually learns the love of being a motorcycle racer through time. And it's fascinating to see him build up to this moment. And mine is an amazing character. I'm not going to lie. She is the typical character who is designed exactly like Miyuki and Bell Dandy. She has that big sister aura that just exudes out and makes you want to care about her. She is, however, a very competent and clever racer that when you watch her, she's not messing around. She's not like, a, oh, I'm so sweet and I'm going to release this peaceful aura when I'm racing. No. She's like a cobra as she races or like a lion. You see her being fierce and the way that's drawn is memorable and just kind of awe-inspiring. The art in this is is great. There's one moment where you see two people racing. It's mine and a fellow racer. And they're trying to get into the curve of what's going on. And you see superimposed above them is a lion and a tiger fighting with each other. So it's like kind of that intense moment. It makes you want to know more about racing, which I really was not interested in motorcycle racing at all until I read this. And I'm kind of fascinated now. I've been watching some of the races and they're just as intense as the manga. So this manga will make you interested in racing. But this is about Topu just rising from the top. The first volume just deals with his first couple of races the first race is just unintentional where he thinks he's gonna win and then she tells him well if you get number one in the first five laps because it's five laps i'll get you the gunpla so he wins but it's a six lap race so he goes from the first the pole position all the way to last place so it's like womp womp but she did promise then the second time she says okay if you win i'll give you a kiss okay and he wins and she kisses his helmet and this is the first volume of the series. Then we get into volume two. And volume two deals with a couple of new introductions. First off, we find out that Mine has moved from the 100cc circuit, which is the minimum circuit or secondary circuit, to the 250cc and it's her introductory bout. And there's a bunch of guys who are racing her and this one guy who's kind of a prick who wants to follow her just to look at her ass. Like, it pretty much objectifies her. And then after he loses, he's like, well, I saw your ass the entire time. Next time, you got to look at my ass. And you're like, okay, that's not sexual harassment. So it deals with that. It also deals with the introduction of two other characters who like Topu. First off, you have Will. Will is a fan of racing who becomes his first fanboy. He's like, oh my god, Topu, you're so amazing. I would love to race like you, but I'm not going to race. But you're so awesome. I want to get your autograph. And then you have Nagoya Itsumi. Nagoya is his classmate, and she has a huge crush on Topu. When she first meets him, when you first meet her, she's like, Oh, hi, Topu, how you doing? And then he's like, Hi. And she's like, Oh, crap, I finally was able to talk to him, but now i got to figure out what I'm going to say. And then he's like, Don't you live on the other side of the train station? Oh, my God, he knows where I live. That means that he really, really likes me. He's like, How do you know that? He's like, I memorized everyone in our class's home address. In our class, well... Honestly, the whole year, I've memorized where everybody lives. Because he has almost a photographic memory. It's kind of interesting and kind of creepy at the same time. But she really likes Topu. And when she finds out that he's a racer, she goes to show her support and sees mine. And is like, hey, who's the old lady? Because she's super jealous. You're like, oh, damn. So, uh, Itsumi is going to be an interesting thorn in the side, maybe. Or maybe will become... Topu's girlfriend, we don't know. Because in the beginning, in the flash forward, the sister isn't there, mine isn't there, so we don't know if she has her own thing going on or if she's her own racer. We don't know. But we do know that uh, Nagoya uh, Itsumi is there, so we're going to have to wait and see. 
So the story is very engaging, exciting, and most importantly, it is entertaining in a way I'd never expected. Because like I said, I wasn't interested in uh, motorcycle racing until I read this, and now I'm fascinated by it. And it makes you want to read more. Like most good sports mangas, this one makes you want to research the sport that they're talking about to know more about it. And you can read all the chapters on Crunchyroll, on the Crunchyroll app, if you don't want to get the Tonkabon. And that's where I was reading it, was on Crunchyroll app. And I read it for a while, and I kept wanting to read because, like most Kosuke Fujishima manga, it's very engaging and makes you want to keep reading it until it's three hours later. And you're like, oh wait, how much have I read? And that's how it goes. The actual Tonkabon, though, I did pick up the Tonkabon, and the Tonkabon is well-designed. I mean, the orange is a little much, because there's an orange cover, and it does have uh, some great design quality, but more importantly, that the art pops. Uh, Kosuke Fujishima's art has been amazing, and we've see, seen it evolve from one point to the other, where at first it was okay, to it being literally a masterpiece in and of itself. Everything is very detailed. All the characters are very individualized, so everyone has their own personal look. No one is a copy. There are some chibi moments, but for the most part, it is realistic. And like I said, you see designs that are truly realistic. Like, there's tons of characters wearing the Dunlop logo, and it is the Dunlop logo. You see someone wearing the Ducati logo. We see the Ducati logo. There are tons of racers with the various... Um, logos of their sponsors and we see them in perfect real design and for the most part all of them really exist there's a couple that are in world but all of them are real logos and like i said we see tons of gun plaz being built and you see all the intricate pieces that work together also we discover that if you polish one way too much it won't be even which is a learning point for topu later on so the design is Definitely there. So the design is great. The art style is amazing. The story is great. And more importantly than that, is there anything else to this manga? Well, not really. This manga is a story about a young man rising to the top. And it is filled with this great high-octane action where it's a lot of speed and a lot of drama as well. We have elements where you have he's naturally driving and someone says hey he's cheating because he's using this version and they have to adjust the motorcycle he's riding on to fit the legitimate reason so add eight pounds and that causes an issue with the way he learns how to drive more importantly than that he's copying someone else's style but he doesn't fit it because he's different size different weight everything is different so he has to learn to uh, compensate for these differences in his copying to learn how to actually be his own racer He's not perfect at it, and he can lose because of his own hubris. Because he doesn't know the basics behind it. He knows how to copy, but he doesn't know the reasons for why you need to slow down at this point, or why you have to serpentail like this, or, yeah, he can copy the move, but why to do it, he doesn't understand. And this could lead to him losing or not getting first place. And I've got to say, it's a story which makes me want to read more, and I think it'll make you want to read more. For that reason, I have to give Topu GP a read it now. Uh, go out and buy it. This is an amazing manga that is well done. And it shows that Kosuke Fujishima is still a great mangaka. His art is still fascinating. It's still engaging and pulls you in. And it is truly one of those ones that you're 
going to want to read. Now, if you're not a fan of sports, I'd say still give it a try because there's so much more going on that it's going to pull you in. Now, if you're someone who's just totally into drama, you don't want any of the action elements, you don't want any of the sports elements, you just want a, a straight drama series, you might not like this, but I still say give it a chance. You may find yourself wanting to read more. And if you have the Crunchyroll app and you pay for it, you get to read it for free. So that works. But pick it up and definitely invest in his work because for 25 years he's brought us some amazing things and his work has stayed consistent. Yeah, it's very long-winded, but in the end it is a great story. And that's his old story, but his new story seems to be the same way where it is setting you up for a long period of time. And he's 11 right now, so we have seven years to go. To see him go from the top. So let's make sure that Topu Journey is one that we are a part of as well. So if you've read Topu GP and you disagree with me or you think differently, let me know what your thoughts are. Send me a comment, leave me a message at zanatspirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin. Let me know your personal thoughts if you disagree with me. I mean, I might be wrong, but I might be just seeing it through rose colored glasses because I am a fan of Fujishima. But I really did enjoy this. I looked at this from just a standpoint of someone who's never read MotoGP, has never looked at this before, and just analyzed it, and it's, well, like I said, it's fascinating, and seeing the, these realistic bikes and all the engine parts, maybe you want to read more, maybe you want to be a little bit of a motorhead for a bit, but I digress, so let's get to the manga releases for the week, these are for August 9th, 2022, we currently have 24 uh, releases this week, we have Booty Royale, Never Go Down Without a Fight, Volume 7 to 8. By the Grace of the Gods, Volume 5. Candy and Cigarettes, Volume 1. Game, Between the Suits, Volume 1. Kazehikaru, Volume 30. Kirby Manga Mania, Volume 5. Knights of the Ice, Volume 11. Komi Can't Communicate, Volume 20. Mushoku Tensei, Jalvis Reincarnation, Volume 15. My Dress Up Darling, Volume 6 has been released. One Piece, the Omnibus Edition, Volume 32, has been released. Orient, Volume 10. Pokemon Sword and Shield, Volume 4. Radiant, Volume 15. Sakamoto Days, Volume 3. Sayonara Football, Volume 12. Secrets of the Silent Witch, Volume 1. Shaman King Omnibus, Volume 10, which is Volumes 28 to 30. Splatoon, Squid Kids Comedy Show, Volume 6. The Ice Blade Sorcerer Shall Rule the World, Volume 1. Topu GP Volume 9 comes out this week, which is kind of cool. Kinda, I did not expect that to come out this week, but yeah. Vampire Dormitory Volume 6. With a Dog and a Cat, Every Day is Fun Volume 7. And then finally, Yokai Watch Volume 19. Now, I'm surprised there's so many uh, sports mangas that come out this week. I mean, we have, besides Topu GP, we had Sayonara Football. We had Knights of the Ice and Game Between the Suits, so... That was kind of shocking that this week was about sports manga and we got lots of sports manga in. But which of the ones you're most excited about? Let me know. I am personally ready for With a Dog and a Cat Every Day is Fun, Vampire Dormitory, Topu, uh, Secrets of the Silent Witch, Orient Volume 10, My Dress Up Darling, Comey Can't Communicate, and then Candy and Cigarettes is the one I'm excited to see. I heard mixed things, but we're going to see. But either way, uh remember to like share and subscribe and as usual thank you so much for listening i appreciate each and every one of you you're all really awesome 
to my Patreon fans, hey, what's up? Hope you're doing well. I know I haven't updated in a week, but don't worry. I'm going to be putting some new stuff very soon. And for everyone else, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. I think that you are all amazing. And every time I get a message, a comment, a tweet, or even a comment on the YouTube channel, it gives me more motivation to keep doing this because I love doing this. And I want to keep doing this till I'm an old man who has to read manga with thick glasses. I enjoy recommending mangas. And every time someone says, I found about this manga because you talked about it, it just makes me smile. So thank you. And remember to like, share, subscribe. And with that in mind, let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So we're going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on the manga that's in that spot, it's what I'm going to review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 485. That is 15 away from episode 500. So I'm curious to see what everyone thinks I should do for episode 500. Let me know. I'm definitely going to do something awesome for it. I might do a live stream. I might do a video. I might do a movie. Who knows? Well, let me know what your thoughts are. So with that in mind, let's actually spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode, shall we? Number nine. So in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing the case files of Jeweler Richard. That was a long spin. I think I got to adjust the leather strap on this, but no worries. So next episode, I'm reviewing case files of Jeweler Richard, which I've heard mixed about. I've never read it. I've never watched the anime, but I think it should be good. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you remember to like, share, subscribe. And as usual... I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time. Keep reading manga. See you later.